it is 1.30 in the morning and I am recording this podcast episode because once again, anxiety has fully taken control and the only way I know how to like really deal with it is to kind of like record a podcast and see I don't want to say manage it because this isn't managing my anxiety like at this point my anxiety has already taken full force and you know the whole mission of this podcast has always been to be open and honest and vulnerable about everything that I go through and everything that I experience because one it's real life and two somebody out there is probably going through the same thing or something like similar um so basically I completely lost control of all my sanity I, I, I would presume at this point and I may have just destroyed my relationship. Um, And I'm hoping that's not the case, to be honest. Um, I am like honestly praying nonstop, but right now I'm, I'm really feeling like there is no God, which is crazy because again, it was Easter Sunday. And the whole thing is like, energy is supposed to be heightened. It's a Jesus day. Like, you know, he is risen and God is supposed to answer prayers and all of that stuff. And I'm sitting here like, well, God didn't answer. And I lost my shit. And I just really may have destroyed my relationship in the process. Um, which sucks and, you know, uh, I've, I've been crying too, if I'm going to be absolutely honest, because, you know, I was, I'm, I've, I've fallen for this person. I'm just not even going to hold that back anymore. Um, I've 100% fallen for this person and... It hurts knowing that I did what I did today. It hurts knowing that I messed up as usual. Um, I always feel like I'm the one who messes up, you know, like, like that last situation with that episode tanked. I, I, you know, I was the one who messed that up and here I am once again, um, ruining something good because of my anxiety so I guess to kind of explain what happened is today was just actually a really good day I don't want anybody to think that it was like a bad day and that it started with an argument because none of that happened and that's what makes this even worse for me is because today was a great day. Um, 
I got to spend time with him, which I wasn't expecting because again, Easter is typically a family holiday. Um, and so being that this was our first holiday, um, I had honestly expected it to be spent separate. Um, you know, him with his family, me with my family, but it worked out to where I was able to see him. Um, we had breakfast, we talked, we bonded and it was a great day. And, you know, I don't want to like share too much because, you know, it's, it's, it's him too. And, you know, I, I don't want to share any more or I don't want to share too much because there's two people involved and I'm always mindful of when somebody else is involved. But what I will say is that there was a moment of not just physical intimacy, but emotional intimacy. And I almost cried because I was so happy, you know, like after the moment passed, like there really was like a tear in my eye and I don't know if he saw it, to be honest. Um, I was trying to like hold it back as much as I could but I really was like so happy in that moment that I, I really just like, there was a tear. And you would think that with a vulnerable moment like that, with an intimate moment like that, that I would feel secure in my relationship and that I would really start to like heal these wounds but that's the thing about anxiety right like it does the opposite when you should feel secure you actually panic instead and so what should have been an amazing moment what should have been a gratifying moment what should have been a moment that really solidified and grounded me in this relationship triggered me instead and it triggered me because I have never ever been this intimate or vulnerable with anybody and I felt so raw and again, that vulnerability piece, like you're like cracked open. Um, so I felt like I really was cracked open and I felt like the walls were just so down and it was literally like he was just like inside my heart and inside my soul kind of thing. You know, like that's how deep that connection went for me. And that's how deep that moment went for me. Um, so, yeah, that was that was that moment, and that was what happened. So, I'm pretty sure you're all like, okay, so where does the anxiety come in? Like, why? I don't get it. So after I left, he went to go spend time 
with his family. Um, and he was supposed to reach back out to me and let me know, like, if I could stay the night tonight. Um, cause I really wanted to stay the night with him, but I didn't hear from him. And, you know, again, I knew he was spending the evening with his family. So, um, you know, it's normal. People fall asleep. I kind of figured that he did the same. Um, you know, like it's not, it, it's, you know, it's, he's fallen asleep before. Um, and again, it's, it's not something that's out of the norm for anyone, not just him. <laughs> Sorry, I meant to pause before blowing my nose, but that didn't happen. So look at that. You guys know I'm still crying. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, not uncommon for people to fall asleep, especially when it's late at night, you know? Um, and especially when, you know, you're just tired or when you've just been around family, whatever the case may be, like there are things that are just more draining than others, situations that are more draining than others. So typically I would have just left it at, he probably fell asleep. It's okay. He'll text you tomorrow sort of thing. You'll be fine. But no, not today. Because I was in such a vulnerable state. My anxiety just took control. And all of these thoughts started creeping in like, did he mean it? Like, you know, like, was that moment real? Um, was it too much? Like, is he having regrets now? Is, did he change his mind? Like, all of these things just started to play out in my head. And then because I didn't hear from him when I was texting him, I was like, is he ghosting me? Cause we've talked about this. And I've told him like the one thing don't do is just ghost me. Like, don't like, just be honest, like have the conversation. Like if you want to leave, like tell me, like if you want to end this, like tell me if it becomes too much, tell me. Um, so the fact that I wasn't getting a response just hit another trigger. And I found myself getting just triggered after trigger after trigger to the point where I was now acting out of character. What people don't realize is anxiety in itself is already very difficult to deal with. Because it's like having another person feed you thoughts that aren't true. It's like having your voice in your head, but with negative thoughts instead of positive. It's almost like that duality, right? Like, you know, you see it in TV shows and movies and stuff where there's like, you know, the good twin, the evil twin, or like the light version of a person and the dark version of a person, or, you know, the, the positive, negative, like whatever you want to call it. But 
you see it in TV shows that there's always like the duality within a person. And that's especially present in anxiety. That ego, that negative side just feeds you thought after thought after thought that is just not true. But because you have anxiety, you can't filter out what's true and what's not. You can't filter out the reality versus the crazy stuff that your mind is making up in your head. And that's the problem that I have. And that's why, you know, like, that's why I started going to therapy. And I had explained this to him earlier this week. And again, it was another amazing moment because I was telling him about, you know, my therapy sessions. And I was telling him how I felt like, you know, after last week's episode, I really felt like I was being a shitty girlfriend. And, you know, he actually asked me, what can I do to be better for you? And I thought it was the most amazing question ever. Because nobody's ever asked me that. And, you know, I told him, I was like, honestly, like, it's, it's in my head. It's not you it's in my head but the problem that I have is I can't sort the thoughts um it's my biggest issue that I can't sort through those thoughts when they happen because they literally just happen like a mile a minute and it's just like thought after thought after thought after thought after thought and it gets so overwhelming in my head that the pressure just, it, it becomes like overwhelming and it becomes overbearing to the point where I just don't, I lose control. I, I lose control over my mind, which then in turn leads me to lose control over my body um, with, you know, the anxiety attacks. And tonight I lost control over my mind to the point where I just acted out of character. Like I'm talking constant text messages and and blowing up his phone and calling him and telling him that this isn't right and telling him that, you know, if he changed his mind to let me know. And then I did the worst thing that I could ever do. I did the one thing that I swore I would never do because I've watched people do this. I've watched friends, I've watched family do this one thing and I've watched how it destroys relationships because it seems like it's a trust issue when it's usually something else. But I actually drove to his place to see if he was there. And again, I swore that I would never do that. 
I swore that I would never be the girl or the girlfriend that drives up to somebody's house to, to like see if they're there or to check up on them or to try and catch them in something like I swore I would never do that I swore that no matter how bad it ever got for me that I would never let that happen because I didn't want that person to ever feel like I don't trust them. And here I am doing the very thing I said I'd never do. And so I messed up. But here's the thing. I told him what I did because our relationship has been built on honesty. And also, you know, like, I'm actually ashamed that I did that. Um, But I told him. I told him because I felt like he had the right to know. And again, I felt like I needed to be honest with him and not keep secrets, especially since I've asked him to do the same. I've asked him, like, no matter what, just be honest, don't keep secrets. So I have to honor what I request of him. So I told him of course, in a text message. And I told him that, you know, I did something really stupid. Um, I did something out of character for me. And I'm really sorry. But I was worried. And I was in a panic. And my anxiety is just, it's just taken hold so tightly, so tightly. Um, but yeah, I, I, I did admit to him that it was stupid and I did admit to him that I messed up tonight really, really badly. And I'm hoping and praying that this doesn't ruin my relationship because I just, I'm, I've fallen for him. But this isn't, this isn't me, you know? And, and again, I don't want people listening to this and thinking that he did anything wrong because he did not. This entire time, he's been so good to me. Like, again, who, who do you know? that's willing to ask what can I do to be better for you because nobody's ever asked me that not even friends you know nobody's ever asked me how can I be a better friend or or what can I do to be better for you nobody's asked that so the fact that he did man that night I was just like on cloud nine with him You know, and I just, I was, I was amazed by his compassion, his understanding, how much he cares. And honestly, there's love in that statement. Let's not, let's not like 
let's not sell it short. You know, let's not undermine, undermine the impact of that statement. And let's give it the value it deserves. There is love in that statement. For somebody to ask what they can do, how they could be better, there's love there. And so I may have messed up with a man who loves me because I couldn't handle being intimate and vulnerable. Um, So much of this has been unfamiliar territory for me. And I have struggled because It's so new to me having somebody treat me this good. It's so new to me having somebody who has been so loving and caring and just like kind and compassionate. It's it's just... I've never experienced this before. And so, yeah, I've struggled. The funny thing is, at one point he told me that he wanted to make this work and that he wanted to make sure that he didn't do anything to mess up, you know, that he's had his fair share of relationships where he's messed up and that he was absolutely like dedicated to making sure he never made those mistakes again. And the one who made the mistake was me. The one who messed up was me. And I don't know. I don't know. What. I don't know what's going to happen. And the worst part about it is we were supposed to go away this weekend. And if I fucked this up, like, I will be so, so distraught because he was so looking forward to it. And so was I. I wish I had the answers. I wish I knew how to handle my anxiety in those moments. I wish I knew like what to say. Um, 
to myself, you know. Um, I wish I knew what to say to people listening to this podcast, but I don't. I don't know what to say because I don't have the answers. I'm literally drowning in uncertainty right now because all I could tell you is what it felt like. And what it felt like was me not being myself. What it felt like was just a whole nother person, but it was ugly. I am so ashamed of that person. I'm so ashamed of that version of me that presented itself today that came forward. I am so devastated as to what I did and I hate myself for it like it's bad and all I can do is apologize and hope and pray that I didn't ruin this and hope and pray that he just forgives me because there's really nothing else that I could do but I did reach out to my therapist because I need to work through this I need to be a better girlfriend. (laughs) Like, if my relationship makes it after this, something needs to change inside me. Something needs to, to shift. Because I never want to be that again. I never want to see that version of myself again. Um, And he deserves to have a girlfriend who doesn't, like, I don't want to say he deserves to have a girlfriend who doesn't panic because, again, anxiety is anxiety and he has been super understanding. But, like, he deserves to have security in this relationship as well. He deserves to know that his girlfriend trusts when he says, and not trusts, but believes, you know, because I trust him. I absolutely trust him. And I need to clear that up. Like, I one million percent trust him. I just have a hard time believing that someone like him can love someone like me. And he deserves to have that version of Melissa that 
fully believes that he loves me and fully believes that he means what he says and fully believes that in those moments of intimacy, what he is saying is from his heart and soul. He deserves to have a girlfriend who doesn't panic at the thought of intimacy and vulnerability. You know, like he just deserves that. And I want to give it to him or else I wouldn't be this upset and I wouldn't be crying and I wouldn't be like pouring my heart out. You know, like, I just, I need to start believing that it is possible. And I don't know if it's too late. I'm hoping it's not. And I'm hoping that we'll be okay. But I am so scared. So scared. And so I'm going to try and get some sleep, but I highly doubt that's possible. And I'm just really hoping and praying that we're okay. Because I'm just going to outright say it. But I love him. And there it is, folks. I love him. Uh, Now it's out in the open. Yeah. Well, I guess there's nothing really left to say, is there? And let's just hope and pray for the best.